Hello, I'm Pete Bowen, and welcome to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life. You can subscribe to this blog and podcast at my websites, realtalkaboutlife.com or petebowen.net. It's also available on iTunes and other podcast services. Back in the last century, when I was in flight school in the Marine Corps, I was stationed for a time in the vacation destination of Kingsville, Texas. At one point, Mother Nature decided to send a massive hurricane our way. With the hurricane inbound, a young flight instructor and I, he was 25 and I was 23, were told to take one of the jets and go away and get some training done. The instructor decided we were going to practice low-level flights to Houston and Meridian, Mississippi, on our way to Atlanta, where his girlfriend lived. And so, with the hurricane imminent, we took off from Naval Air Station Kingsville as my newlywed wife drove north, by herself, to Dallas to escape. The low-level flight to Houston was good. We got gas there and then launched out of Houston. Now remember, this was last century, way back in the days before GPS and digital cockpit displays. Low-level navigation flights were designed to teach you how to navigate using a paper map, a compass, and a stopwatch. You flew high altitude to the start point, dropped down to 500 feet, accelerated to 420 knots, hit the stopwatch, and used the compass to fly the heading to the next checkpoint. You navigated by flying the correct direction for a certain amount of time, where you would, hopefully, find your checkpoint. When you got to the checkpoint, you turned the airplane to a new heading and flew that direction for a certain amount of time to the next checkpoint. How did you know where you were? By flying the right direction for the right amount of time and looking out the canopy for terrain features. Maybe a road or power line or river or even a bridge that matched your paper map. Now Louisiana is flat, so there's not many hills or mountains to help you stay en route. There are a lot of towns and roads, and they all look the same. We were about 10 seconds late hitting our first checkpoint, a river. Crossing our second checkpoint, a highway, we were about 25 seconds late. The terrain wasn't matching what was on the map very well. At one point, I saw a long line of numbered colored boards, like big billboards, go under the airplane. They looked somewhat familiar, but they passed so fast that I couldn't tell what they were. Flying the rest of the route was much the same. We were pretty sure we were lost. We got to the end time for the route and we were getting low on gas, so we started our climb to 15,000 feet and called air traffic control to get vectors to Meridian. It took air traffic control a little bit of time to find us. We were not where they expected we would be. We'd been pretty far off course. After we landed at Meridian, the tower called us while we taxied and told us to give the Army base, Fort Polk in Louisiana, a phone call. Fort Polk was quite unhappy because we had flown our orange and white jet 500 feet high right through the middle of their tank gunnery range while they had tanks lined up and firing. Those colored numbered boards? That was the tank range. Fortunately, tank rounds have a flat trajectory and went under us. We debriefed the flight and figured out that the compass in our airplane was about 8 degrees off. That caused us to fly a bit north of our intended route. The deviation was small at the beginning, but it got bigger and bigger the further and longer we flew, until we were way off course. It almost got us killed. 
We didn't know where we were until we climbed to altitude. Air traffic control found us and gave us the reference points we needed to get safely to Meridian. There are about a hundred good learning lessons from that flight. Let's talk about a few. First, a minor course deviation is insidious over time. It can kill you. If you start off headed completely the wrong direction, you'll realize it quickly. The deviations are big and noticeable. If our compass had been 90 degrees off, we would have figured it out quickly. When you're only a little off course, though, things are only a little bit off, especially at the beginning. So you keep going on your way. You think that things will figure themselves out as you go further. Over time, however, the deviations get bigger and bigger. You get further off course. The terrain looks less and less familiar. You feel a growing uneasiness that you're lost. Bad things, like flying through a tank range when they're firing, can happen. You can easily run out of gas while looking for a place to land. Minor deviations in your direction are insidious. They slowly get worse over time. They're hard to notice, and they can kill you. That brings us to lesson number two. Always keep an eye on your reference points. They will tell you whether you're on or off course. If you're off course, they'll tell you how far you're off and how to get back on course. We got lost flying this low-level route and didn't read our short-term reference points, like the checkpoints and timing, very well. In the big picture, however, we knew that if we got lost, we could always climb up to altitude, ask air traffic control to find us, and get vectors to Meridian. Air traffic control was our most important strategic reference point. As long as we didn't run out of gas, we'd get to Meridian. When we did get lost, that air traffic control reference point got us back on course. So keep your reference points, especially the long-term strategic ones. They will save you. Third lesson. When the flight is done, debrief what happened. After we landed, we sat down, went over the history of our flight, and figured out what went wrong. We realized that our compass had slewed about 8 degrees off over time. We canceled the next low level into Atlanta and flew at high altitude instead, cross-checking our compass heading with air traffic control. Remembering what happened during your journey is critical for understanding where you are, how you got there, and how to stay on course. Lesson 1. Small deviations are insidious and they can kill you. Lesson 2. Keep an eye on your reference points so you can tell if you're lost and get back on track if needed. 3. The history of your journey is critical to understanding where you are, how you got there, and why you're there. If you don't remember these things, if you don't keep these reference points, you run the risk of being perpetually lost with tragic, even deadly consequences. I think these lessons are critical as we think about our lives and our nation. We're lost, disoriented. We don't know where we are, how we got here, why we're here, or even where we're supposed to be headed. We've lost our reference points. And that's true for us as individual people and for our nation. If you're like most of us, life moves so fast that it's difficult to keep up. Most of us go through life chasing what we think, what we've been told we're supposed to chase. Go to the right college. Find a job that's prestigious, changes the world, pays well, and is in a hip city. Make sure your kids are in honors classes in the best schools while you chase unending travel ball tournaments. 
Hire private coaches so your kid, who's highly ranked nationally in the U8 group, remains highly ranked when she turns 11. Are you saving the whales and dolphins and dogs and elephants and not using plastic straws or single-use containers? Are you embracing meatless burgers and tiger nut milk as part of your keto, paleo, South Park, Adkins intermittent fasting diet? Sorry, tiger milk is so 2018. Swap that for orange wine and milkshake IPAs. That's what's cool in 2019. Don't forget to outperform in the workplace while avoiding weekend email and saving time for your wine-tasting micro-vacations, meditation, you downtime, and hit training to get to those weekend travel ball tournaments. By the way, a heads-up that cool people in 2019 may start replacing their Pelotons with a return to retro treadmills. Now you can get ahead of the trend. Drink the latest drinks, dine at the latest restaurants, take the latest vacations, drive the latest cars. Electric cars. Another heads up. If you haven't planned your conscious travel, curated experiences, or text detox vacations, you're behind everybody else. That's the first part of a long list of things you're supposed to chase in life. Don't forget to post it all on social media so everyone else knows just how successful you are. You'll know you've really made it when you're able to sell ads on your social media. How are you doing on that success list? Feeling the stress and anxiety of not keeping up? No wonder that our stress and anxiety and suicide and unhappiness rates are rising. All this even though we have more wealth, more education, and more technology than any time in history. How did we get here in our lives? Where is all of this supposed to take us? Then there's all the conflict going on in America. Our nation is falling apart into warring factions that only seem to yell at each other. Friendships have fallen apart. Families have fragmented. People are quiet, afraid they might say the wrong thing in front of the wrong people and get torched publicly by their fellow Americans. People feel like America is headed the wrong direction. They feel like American morality is collapsing. What happened to American ideals and justice and common sense and just being nice? We're lost as individuals and as a nation. It's overwhelming, confusing, and it makes us uncomfortable. So what's the solution? How do we find ourselves? Well, the solution's pretty straightforward. We need to go back to our reference points and get oriented. We need to find ourselves. From our reference points, we can figure out where we are, where we took a wrong turn, and how we can get back on track. That's why this is called a brief history of the conflict in America and how we fix it. As we go through the history, we're going to find that our current battle isn't liberal versus conservative or Republican versus Democrat. It's absolutely critical to remember this, so let's repeat it. This battle in our society is not liberal versus conservative or Republican versus Democrat. We're so used to framing everything in political terms that it can be difficult to avoid automatically seeing everything in those left-right, Democrat, Republican terms. The real conflict goes much deeper. It's a battle between an understanding of life, a paradigm, based in wisdom and love versus an utterly opposed postmodern paradigm of life that is focused on power. That's why this is called Wisdom and Love, 
versus postmodern power. From here on, we're going to call our reference points anchor points. That's because these points really anchor our understanding of life and reality. As we prepare for the next session, remember some key points. Small deviations in course can lead to much greater deviations later on. Small deviations can kill you. Keep an eye on the anchor points so you can tell if you're lost and can get back on track. We're going to go back through history and use our anchor points to find out where we are, how we got lost, and how we fix it. As we go through history, you're going to see that the conflict we're in is not a Democrat-Republican, liberal, conservative thing. It goes much deeper. We're in a big mess today because we have three different paradigms, three fundamentally different understandings of life in conflict in our society. That's what we're going to look at. What's in our next session? Imagine walking on an athletic field and watching a team practice dribbling a football through a sand trap, or seeing a coach talking about the proper golf club selection for the free throw line and the goal line. Or imagine walking into a repair shop where the technician is trying to fix a gasoline engine with parts from an electric motor and a jet engine. How successful is it going to be? What's going on? Stay tuned for the next session. And if you've got questions, I'd love to hear them. I'm Pete Bowen. Thanks for listening to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life with me, Pete Bowen. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please visit our website, PeteBowen.net or RealTalkAboutLife.com, where you can find additional information and subscribe to this podcast. I'd love to hear your comments and questions. Finally, please share this on social media with your friends. Thanks.